Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode number 21. I keep saying 22 in the episode, but it's episode number 21. And we talk about needs and wants. Me and my mom, she's doing a coaching school, and she wants to be a life coach now. And so we're talking about how your thoughts drive your feelings, drives what you think you need, what you actually need, and what you want to do. We also talk about what we do is RC. And we talk about our time at a community workshop that we went to as an entire family. Hope you enjoy. Before quarantine, I was on spring break in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was drinking. I was smoking. Don't catch me, FBI. I was living life. I thought I had a great time. I was eating a shit ton of fast food. Quarantine hit. I came home. My family is vegan. I became the reluctant vegan son. This is my podcast talking with my friends and family about food, veganism, all types of things, whatever the fuck comes up, and I love it. So, hit the music. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to, this is now the 22nd time I'm doing this. Yeah, 22. And uh, I just want to say last time, I know the audio was a little low for me and i'm sorry about that and that's not what we're looking to do we're looking to have higher quality and if that happens we'll reshoot it and it's okay to reshoot it and that happens and i don't need to apologize i'm kind of apologizing to myself for subsequent for having like substandards on what i am putting out and to be yeah because i don't need to apologize no yeah I don't need to apologize. You don't need to apologize for anything you do. If you do it with the right intent, the one person you have to be okay with it is yourself. And if you think you'll be better apologizing to the other people for yourself, that's fine. You can apologize. And there are certain situations definitely to apologize. I guess the but question thank is, you for what's, listening. what's wrong with apologizing? Like, why is there such a stigma attached Nothing's to Nothing's wrong with apologizing, but I feel like you should make, as long as you know, I don't feel like there's a need to always apologize. Like people are always saying my bad. I'm sorry. Like it's okay. People mess up. You don't need to say that. As long as you can forgive yourself, I think that is more important. Oh, that's an interesting thing. So if you could forgive yourself, then if the thought of apologizing to somebody was helpful to them, like apologizing that mm-hmm. you might have hurt their feelings in some way, even if you did it unintentionally, or even if they weren't perfect themselves, then maybe you'd be more willing to do that if you could yeah. be forgiving of yourself. That's so interesting. I like that. So- I mean, I think the most important thing is to forgive yourself. And yes, if the situation calls to forgive other people, definitely. And don't hold grudges right. and, you know, a lot to talk about on right. that regard. So right, I just right, want right. to start out saying that my volume was a little low. I'm trying to talk more into my microphone and look less at my mom or I can move this back. Either uh-huh. way. Okay. Sounds oh, yeah. good. I mean, oh. uh, you still look like you're looking at me even though you're in front of the microscope. I'm Although trying. It's like an angle can't. thingy. Uh-huh. It is a weird angle. It's a weird angle. Yeah. So hopefully this is not enough this time. And we'll find out when we put into GarageBand. Because you were fine last time. You were definitely fine. Yeah, no, I definitely was. I mean, I actually didn't take out my my special mic. I just have my earplug mics, which sounds pretty Mm. good too, right? Yeah, they sound sounds good. Yeah. Sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, I like the Zoom platform. This is pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's start with some news and goods. Get there from the very beginning this time. Wow. We're going to get into that? I uh, know. What is new and good? 
what's new and good? So uh, last weekend, and I don't think we got to talk about it, but uh, we did Yeah, we this. never talked about news and good. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't talk about news and good, so that's for sure. But we didn't talk about, you know, um, you know we do something called co-counseling. And, mm. uh, and there was a community workshop last weekend. And so actually, uh, both Adam, Lily, and myself, so the three of us are part of this counseling community, and we were part of this virtual community workshop and it was really sweet to all be together like we were just texting each other a lot and having some fun and you know so we weren't paying attention to the teacher yeah (laughs) (laughs) well we were deepening our relationships which actually has its merits that's for sure Mm -hmm. uh would you like to explain what co-counseling or re-evaluation counseling is um sure I, I mean, reevaluation counseling is this idea that we're all born good and cooperative and zestful and every and really, single person, every not person. every person. Think about like the worst person, you know, think of Donald Trump somewhere under the facade Did is a good person. Facade? Yeah. Well, if <laughs> he's good, facade? then no. facade, what is a facade? <laughs> I mean, it's called focaccio, not facaccio. I guess that's two C's, so maybe. <laughs> I mean, okay, we're talking about a flat bread versus like a veneer of something that's not real or a facade. And they both use like a, is it a facade, facade, facade? <laughs> facade. Oh, no. Well, I guess I'll it's call two it a C's. if you want me to. <laughs> it's a facade, potato, facade, facaccio, facaccio. Facaccio, facaccio. Facaccio, facaccio. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, oh my God. Oh but God, yeah, anyways, um, uh, no, I'm saying that like underneath what you see, and it could be any terrible person you know, mm. at some point, at somewhere, they're still a good person at heart. Right. Well, well they were born they're good. They were born good. Okay. They were born so, good. And everybody was born worthy. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we are born in this planet. Do people lose that is what you're saying? I, I'm not saying that they lose it. I'm, mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that whatever the experiences are that happen to them, gets internalized and they don't have the ability to work on the confusing messages that come in their direction. They do have the ability. They don't necessarily know how to or choose to. Well, no, I think when they're young, they know how to, but mostly that okay. particular ability ends up getting squashed. So the idea is that, like I said, we're born good and then things happen. I mean, things happen in, to all of us. I mean, maybe maybe your birth was really hard or maybe your mom mm-hmm. left the room to answer a phone call and it was a really hard phone call. And then she came back and wasn't paying attention to you. And so you internalize that as you're not lovable or you did something wrong or whatever it is. And then you're trying desperately to make sense of these things that don't really make sense and aren't truly about you. Mm-hmm. And the natural process by which we make sense of stuff like that is what we call discharge. Discharge is in the form of crying, laughing, shaking, yawning, non-repetitive talking. <laughs> Which one of those do you like, Adam? The yawning. The yawning! It's my favorite. <laughs> exactly. That is definitely Yawning should be uh, accepted in mainstream society. It should. I mean, it's, it's supposed to be a discharge of physical hurts, and somehow we've equated it to somebody being bored or uninterested. Mm-hmm. Maybe tired, because that's a certain physical they hurt. also could have nothing to do with you. Right, the yawn. exactly. And exactly. people don't think that. 
Right. So, so we have this process to begin with and a baby will cry, but in this society and in most societies, we get confused about the crying. And so we try to stop it at all costs, thinking Mm -hmm. that if the crying stops, then the hurt will go away. So like ways in which people stop crying is that maybe they'll jiggle a little baby or put something in, in the baby's mouth or, you know, as they get older, maybe they'll send them off to the room and tell them to be alone while they cry, or they'll try to distract them by giving them lots of food, you know, bad situations are they yell at them or get really mad at them and humiliating about crying. What was mm-hmm. that? You were going to say something, Adam? I was going to say hit or beat them or throw a pan at their daughter. Oh, <laughs> that was the one time I did that. <laughs> I threw, I threw a, a plate. Oh, please. Oh, and Lily will never let you live it down. She will never let me live that one down. <laughs> she'll but be, anyway, so people she'll have her own kid and be like, you know what my mom did that I'm never doing to you? And I will never do that to you. I will never make that same mistake again and throw a plate at you when I'm upset. Oh my God, I will never live that one down. And I felt But on so, the end of so what happens with, what you, is it child abuse, domestic abuse? I mean, child rearing, whatever you want to put it. Because a lot of, I mean, back in the day, child rearing was a big thing, right? I, it depends. What do you I mean by so? that exactly? I don't know. Child rearing, like people would like hit their kids. Oh, a child rearing means raising. So raising oh. a child. So that's how you do. So, I mean, it would be, you know, punishment or whatever the mm-hmm. punishment is. I, I think it was definitely harsher. It was definitely, yeah. yeah. It's actually also harsher um, uh, with people of color. It's interesting. Right. right. Because the harshness had come at them that way. Mm-hmm. And not only within the family, but true. within society. That's yeah, true. And I didn't so think about that, that. Yeah, that totally gets passed down. The other thing is that I think that lives are their lives are in more danger kind of in a day-to-day way. And so I think their parents are concerned about the children kind of either being in unsafe situations or acting out in a certain way. And then the possibility of them being arrested or hurt in Mm -hmm. more physical ways. Yeah, I'm not saying that like it's any, I'm not saying that like it's, I'm just, that's what I see and hear. Not saying that, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Right. I, I just don't yeah. think we're the ones to mm-hmm. judge. We're not the ones to judge. No, I'm not judging that. I'm just saying but that. the harshness That's what is tends there. to happen. That's what exactly. tends to happen. And yeah. I'm sure people like, it's interesting. You um, uh, watch Chappelle show. Did you watch Chappelle show? I don't. No, I didn't. Tell Chappelle, Chappelle show, show did a thing called trading spouses. It was uh-huh. really funny. So a uh-huh. uh, black husband, like the two husbands swapped families. Uh-huh. So there was a white family that a black guy came to and a black family that a white guy came to. Uh-huh. And uh, they were doing their um, uh, child rearing or like, so the black guy, Chappelle played both the dads because oh. Chappelle, he's great. <laughs> no, he does everything. He was uh-huh. online. So the white kid was like, yeah, I'm from the streets. And so he literally picked him up, drove him and dropped him off in the hood. <laughs> that's what he did. Oh my God. For, for child rearing. I uh-huh. uh, Homes that way. Uh, sell rocks. And yeah, try Make to survive. Make right. yourself home. <laughs> Try to survive. Uh, if you want to oh walk God, back, so it's that way. And then, right. uh, and then when the, the white dad went to the black family, uh-huh. he was like, and he did something. He was like, "What? Are you gonna hit me or something?" He's like, "No, you're in timeout. Timeout." <laughs> this is what happened. And then he goes to his room and gets a magazine of Halle Berry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like timeout's great. I, I like timeout. Oh, that's which true. I don't think is Funny. also the answer. Timeout does 
nothing. It's just I, taking I mean, away. I never gave you guys a timeout ever. Yeah. Because I, I always, I didn't want you to feel when things were hard that you had to be by yourself, you know, kind of processing mm-hmm. these emotions alone. I mean, I would do a timeout with you in the room and you were not happy about that. I hated that. I, hated <laughs> I know, that. that was really, really annoying. But it's interesting though, because yeah. that is seen as a form of punishment at all levels of society. Because when mm. somebody does something wrong, let's say in prison, they go to solitary. Right. right and they're right, left right. alone. Right. You're but all you can do is too. kind of loop around those yeah. negative thoughts you mm-hmm. have without anybody to kind of bounce them off of or yep. try to figure out how to process them in Unless any way. Unless you have a magazine of Halle Berry. Right. Well, then you're definitely concerned about processing. I'd other be happy things. with the magazine for Halle Berry. I like it. That's true. That. Halle Berry's Halle great. Berry. She's pretty. She's pretty, cool. great. pretty hot. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, so, so yeah, there's this dis- discharge process, right? And the problem is, and so kids always know how to do that naturally, but we stop it at any mm-hmm. cost. And so what happens when you stop? The That's discharge? not true, though. That's not true. You don't think I think so? the only discharge they try to stop is the crying. Because crying is seen as a bad thing. Because people encourage babies to laugh. People are trying to make babies laugh. That's true. That's people true. People are I, I, maybe yawning, non-repetitive talking, and uh, fuck. Yeah. Yawning, non-repetitive the talking, shaking. and the shaking. I guess it yeah. doesn't really happen as much. I guess people <laughs> shake kids, though. Do people do shake babies? The other way. Right, right, right. We're not helping them babies. discharge. Yeah, we're just adding an extra fresh hurt to yeah. whatever's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the laughter is encouraged. People play peekaboo all the time. Like, people try to make right, their kids true. laugh. Right, that's true. That's true. I, mean, I guess the crying. I guess that's true. Yeah, so the crying. Mm-hmm. You know, but the crying is usually the one that most, you know, young people are doing when they're hurt or when something yeah. happens or they're confused. Mm-hmm. And so they stop it. And then whatever the hurt that came in is ends up getting kind of misfiled in different places in your mind and so Mm -hmm. if your mother comes back and she's upset about something related to that phone call and it had nothing to do with you and you don't get to cry about it then all of a sudden you keep that thought that you're somehow you know she doesn't love you or that you did something wrong and then that adds to other thoughts and eventually that becomes whatever the recording is which is i'm not lovable or you know i'm all alone here or i have to deal with things myself or what whatever that is and those recordings end up becoming kind of the predominant thing you do for your life so what we did was I would stay really close to you when you would get very upset and then when you were done crying fully and it was mostly the adults around us that were confused about it I would usually have to say we're having technical difficulties and if you were outside I'd kind of have to pull you to another place to let you cry and a lot of times I couldn't actually let you cry because people were way too confused about it but once you were done you looked really clear-eyed you hadn't been humiliated and it looked like you had figured something out there might so, be more hum- humiliation. This might be a unpopular. No, you'll probably agree with me. Uh, and stopping the kid from crying humiliates them more than them actually crying. Well, I don't know if it's it's humiliate, but but it because doesn't it take feels the like hurt it away. Causes, They're gonna try to figure it, it out again. Because it feels like it causes a scene. Like if you start oh, crying or something saying. happens, and like your parents intervene and like get really mad at you. Right, if you're being scolded or something in front of everybody. That to me is more humiliating than just. Oh, you're crying. talking about stopping the crying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Not thought regards. you meant like maybe giving them something to put in their mouth or a lollipop or something. No, I think it's much easier to parent you guys by letting you have feelings because you can get upset about where you have no power to do anything, and I can listen to it, but I don't have to take it away. So if you get upset because I didn't get you the twentieth lollipop that you wanted that day, and I knew it wasn't good for you, you're more than welcome to get upset and I still don't have to get you the lollipop and so it was easier to parent in that way as opposed to trying so desperately to stop every emotion at every moment so you're saying parents who give their kids their 20th lollipop are just spoiling them or what do you think is happening there 
I, I think they probably, because I don't think it makes sense for your kid to have their 20th lollipop. I mean, I mean the yeah. sugar and the teeth and the whatever else. I mean, clearly, you mm -hmm. know, it's something that, you know, they're looking to numb out with or just mm -hmm. want. And so I think probably they just don't want to deal with the upsetting emotions about it. Mm -hmm. Or they'll tell the kids that they're spoiled and that, you know, you're, you're ungrateful or whatever it That's, is. I think the two reactions that tend to happen is either you respond, a parent would respond by giving them the lollipop. And mm -hmm. that reinforces the idea that when something's bad or when they want something, they can cry and they'll get it. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry about that. Mm, who cares? Oh, did you apologize again? Anyways, uh, or they get mad at them and they respond to the crying or wanting something as their parents getting mad mm -hmm. and they reinforce that rather right. than just having the feeling of not getting a lollipop. Right. Or having the frustration of still not having agency over doing and getting what you want. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think that 20th lollipop is truly about the lollipop. Yeah, I think it's about where they don't have any control over what essentially happens around them. So even if a child gets a lot of different things, the ultimate decision is made for them by the parent, no matter what. Well, yeah, they're kids. Right, exactly. But that's frustrating. I'm not saying mm. they should get yeah, everything. Yeah, I guess. But I, but I'm just saying that it's a frustrating thing to have an idea about what you want to do, you mm -hmm. know, whether it be physically or whether it be at an age where you can't say it as well as you'd mm -hmm. like to or whatever, you know, and it's going to come out in some way. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of people do really strive for control mm. in various mm. aspects and, and it's not even striving for, con it's not, and they don't, I think people don't even know when they do have control. Mm. I think that it's the image of control or the illusion of control. That is what motivates a lot of people. I mean, I do the same thing. A right. Bit. So, so what's I mean, the idea of having today. control? Like, why? The idea of having control is that you know what's going on. You can make decisions. Well, no, and you want to control the environment around you so that you mm -hmm. won't have to deal with whatever feelings the uncontrolled environment will create. I guess. I mean, you're desperately trying to make sure that you don't have whatever the bad feeling is or whatever the uncomfortable feeling is. Mm -hmm. But you can't control anything or anybody else. You can't control you. everything else, anything else. Yeah. You can, you control can only control your mind. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Your thoughts and feelings. Right. That you can change your thoughts. And you that's good to know, know too. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Because people don't have control of their thoughts often. Well, they think they don't. They, because because the thought that they that's have what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Around, that's what right? I mean. Right. That's why they say they don't have control of their mind. Right. Because right. they don't think, I mean, it's all a perception. Right. I mean, we're, we're not, you know, when you think about a toddler putting a knife in a socket, or you think about, you know, a, a non-human animal that actually doesn't have the ability to really control or think about their thoughts. We have that ability. We've been given that mm -hmm. ability and our, kind of prehistoric brain needed to respond a little bit more quickly based on things that might be dangerous. Like, you know, if you're, if you're too cold, you got to get out of the cold. If you're, you know, because the elements weren't necessarily protected or you need to find food or you needed to protect yourself from, you know, whatever dangers were coming at you. And so you had to respond quickly and almost with like that cortisol response, like it had to be fast and it had to be 
life-saving and we don't have that many life-saving necessities anymore and so it just turns into the loop that goes around thinking that it's that brain you know for a life-saving thing but really it's it's for things that aren't that important and somehow we've created this importance to it does that make sense kind of oh <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot to be honest yeah, was, i mean i yeah. got the kind of the understanding it's that in the past I mean, we had different needs and people still claim to, we had different lives, I would say. We had different lives in the past and we had different struggles and we had different shrinks. I guess you would say shrinks. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard Uh to think of something that we really had strength more. I guess ignorance at the time is kind of a strength because- Well, maybe the strength is the resilience. Resilience. Yeah, Yeah. that we got up and we're ready to go on with the next day, even Mm -hmm. if we hadn't had food the day before. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, that's an animal mentality in general because that's how like uh, predators react in the wild. Like a lot of times people don't realize that predators, they survive off of hunting their own food in the beginning, in early times, I would say. Men or people, not men, I guess they use men as people. doesn't make a difference. Uh, people were similar in the way that they hunted and they gathered and they had to provide for their own food for themselves. And if they didn't, they would go hungry. Right. I mean, in that so that's way, similar. they needed to do that. But, yeah. but they were also able to figure they were also, out. It, yeah. And then things got discovered. And nowadays it evolved. Right. It so it evolved, evolved heavily. So it, it evolved in a way that we are not daily at fighting least for our survival. Us fighting for our survival, Mm -hmm. yet our mind is still in the survival fighting mode. Mm -hmm. And And that's where we get to look at it and make other decisions based on. Not that surviving is not important. You gotta survive. In question for most mm -hmm, It's not. Right. There's never, yeah, yeah. And there's lots of ways to do different things and lots of ways to think of things. So when was the last time you felt like your survival was in question? I don't think my survival's ever been in question. Ever been I'm in question. I'm lucky. Right? Yeah. I mean, I might think that this thing's the end of the world, and it's not. I mean, you your survival feels in question when there's something that doesn't want to go your way. I think right. that's so what the- it boils down to currently. Right, currently. And it's exactly. not your survival that have right. it's this certain aspect of your life that might not be going your way it could be any aspect it could be relationships it could be your body it could be your mental health it could be something entirely random that some one person screamed at you a year ago right that you're like looping in your mind and you loop and you yeah. think that that's necessary for your survival you think it's something in excess you think oh i need this thing i need to maintain this lifestyle or something when it has nothing to do with your survival yeah. and you only have right. this image that you're trying to see and you're trying to preserve, I guess. Right. And that might yeah. not even be the image that is the most beneficial for you in the long run. Probably not. It's the image that you see of yourself. Right. Or what you need. Because, or what you want. Maybe what it's you what you, you want need. or what you think you need. It's what you want, what you think you need, and what you do need. I think are the three ways to put it. Right. Because what you want is just, I feel like when you say what you want something, that's something that's on it. That's kind of like a wish or like, or, or kind of like a striving thing. What you think you need is something you more urgent. Cause I think a need is more urgent than a want. So a need is more urgent than a want, but Mm -hmm. I think they get confused nowadays. Let's say I take my schedule. Uh I have my whole schedule. I don't Uh classify it, but there are certainly some things that are more important for me to do Uh than other things. 
So like, let's say the top of my list, let's say I have no clothes and I need to do laundry. Mm-hmm. That Got to it. me feels like a need. Mm. If I have no clothes, I'm going to need to do laundry. I'm going to smell, which technically doesn't have anything to do for my survival. I can smell as bad as I want. Right, right. And, and that's but your optional thought. That's it's my optional thought. bad as a problem. Yeah. You know, it might be a problem for some and not a problem for others. Mm-hmm. But mm. I mean, it does affect mental health, I think. Not being as, being smelly and like not being as clean. I don't know if it's improving, like showering helps mental health. I, I, like I that's think that's improving. only if you make showering mean something to you. So if you in your mind feel that cleanliness is part of how you will feel mm. okay about yourself, then it helps your mental health, but it okay. doesn't do that for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but it's about the image that you put to it. So it's, so maybe that's something that I think I need to do. Let's, so we're classifying laundry as a thing I need to think I need to do. Right. Exactly. You okay, know, so that's if you thing- say I have to do laundry, it's not like it, you don't actually have to do laundry. You could turn your clothes inside out and put them on. You can, you know, wear clothes for the week or two weeks. Like, like I, it's it's not something you can hold up in a court of law. Yeah, like you don't have to do your laundry. Nobody's holding a gun to your head. Nobody's telling you if you don't do your laundry, you're gonna. Okay, let me get my schedule from the other day. Actually, let's go down this and talk about needs, wants, and what I think I need to do. Right. So I have an idea. So- a circumstance is the thing that you, that, that is, it's not that you need to do. The circumstance is just the circumstance. So your mm-hmm. circumstance is, you know, it I'm can't even be my clothes student. are dirty, you know, because some people might think they're dirty and some people might not. So that's mm-hmm. not even a circumstance under the, you know, so it could be, I have clothes. And then the thought is, I think they're dirty, you know, or mm-hmm. I need to wash them or I want to do a wash today. You know, and that generates some kind of feeling for you, right? I mean, your feeling is, what's your feeling related to doing my your wash? Feeling, I, will, I have to do my wash. There's no real feeling attached. There's totally a feeling to it. You know, maybe the what feeling is, um, there, there's no you feeling. Know, it's resolve that I have to do. You know, like there's some resolve. Yeah, there's some way in which you know commitment. Whatever commitment. the feeling is, no, the it's feeling, a commitment to the do feeling, your laundry. The Maybe feeling is, I want to, I get, okay, fine. You want a feeling? Here, here, here's a feeling. Jesus. Let me hear. No. A feeling is a, it's, it's a single word. It creates something in your body. Do you feel satisfied when you do your laundry? I don't really have a feel. The feeling is, I don't, uh, the feeling is, I get not really satisfied. I guess, I don't know, resolve maybe. Because like, why do you wash your clothes? Why are you stay clean? It's because you either want to be clean for yourself. Or you want to be clean with, for the people you interact with and your friends. Right. Otherwise you have no is. reason to be clean. Right, so maybe maybe the the feeling is. So what's know, the f- feeling? Is it that I want to be clean so my friends don't think like I'm dirty? Well, that's the thought. That's the thought. But, so what's the feeling? Right. So you know maybe you're pleased with yourself, like you're pleased or whatever mm, it is. I, I feel don't know. indifferent. But so you feel indifferent. So then maybe it's indifferent. Okay. But indifferent it, but clearly is, is a feeling. Indifferent isn't the feeling that will get you to do your laundry. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Because, no. Maybe it's not indifferent. I mean, I don't. I have the feeling that I want to, that I do my laundry because my clothes are dirty. I'm not sure what feeling it is. Right. Well, that, but that's going to be important for you to get to know because, you know, if you ignore the feeling, then you ignore what actions everybody is taking in order to generate the feeling that they want. So every want and desire is somehow put in place to generate whatever the feeling okay, is. Okay. So you maybe think the feeling satisfaction. Maybe the feeling. A is, satisfaction. I, maybe I like the feeling one. satisfaction. I have yeah. a pile of laundry. Right. I don't want to see the pile of laundry anymore. And I want to exactly. So you have a feeling of satisfaction and the action is when I'm done. 
right? And the action is, is you do the laundry, do the laundry and then so I get the satisfaction. And then you got clean clothes. Not having and you don't to smell. do this at laundry, right? Yeah, I guess. Long story short, that's what. I don't hear you as well anymore. Oh, am I farther away? Am yeah. I better now? Okay. Yeah, definitely. I guess I got to stay closer. I thought the mic could pick me up from like that. I thought so too. Not. Yeah, but it was definitely. I thought it did less. previously. What happened? I thought it sounded it did really previously. good. Yeah, okay. I thought it sounded good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, so great. We got to my feeling. So, are we classifying that as a need? Uh, something I think I need to do or, or want? Something I want to do. And I, I guess think it's, it's something you want to do. It's something I want to do that day because if the goal is satisfaction, then I guess that's more of a want than a need because when you need, when you need some of the feeling survival. Right. right. And then when you think you need something, the feeling also kind of is survival, mm. but it's something you think you need to survive. Right. So I guess maybe that is a thing, something I think I need to do. Uh-huh. Maybe less of a want, something I think I need to do. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Let me go grab my schedule real quick and we'll run this down. Okay. All right. We're we going to run this down together. Something. Yeah, we could run this down. Be five okay. seconds. All right. Go quickly. Adam is going to get his schedule right now. <laughs> I guess we're doing a coaching session or we're doing something like that. What? I, th- I guess something? we're, we're kind of coaching you a little bit. No, Yeah, we are kind of coaching me. I guess this is going to be my mom's coaching a little bit session. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in coaching uh, school you now. Know, you, we, yeah. And remember to uh, like and comment or review this video if you podcast. Maybe I'll put out a video. I should make a YouTube channel. I mean, we could make a YouTube channel, but I'd have to dress better. Maybe I'd have to do my laundry. Why would you have to dress? What's making you feel that you want to dress better? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to feel shame or I don't want to feel whatever. Yeah. Okay. Dirty. So here's my schedule. Let's see. Where's a nice size schedule? Schedule for October 21st. Ooh, this is a long one. Okay. We Do you got write first... your schedule in longhand? What? No. You write your schedule down? No? I write my schedule down, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I do that. I try to do that every day. And uh-huh. Whether I complete my schedule or not, I try to write it down because I tend to do more. Uh-huh. That's when awesome. I write down my schedule. Cool. Uh, morning pages. What? Check. Uh-huh. Do that every morning. Morning pages, right? Three pages when you wake up. I mean, I kind of don't really do it immediately as I wake up. I'm like, huh, morning pages. And <laughs> I write them. And I'm either watching something or I'm just writing my morning pages. It depends on the day. So you have to uh, remember to do that. No, so I, usually, I, no I, don't, I usually write my morning pages, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I write my schedule after my morning pages. Uh-huh. Some days well, I don't get the morning pages done immediately because I have like an early class or something. Uh-huh. And I'm too lazy or I don't want to wake up like an hour before someone to do morning pages and Got it. do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So like if I have an 8 a.m. or if I have a 9.30, 8.30 is still pretty early. Right. Got it. At least to me. College. College mm-hmm. has, me- it messes up your sleeping schedule. Yeah. What your ideas of a sleeping schedule? Right. I mean, and you're in a house with a lot of people mm-hmm. and you guys like to hang yeah. out. We do like to hang out. We hang out, watch movies, play like games, watch sports, mm-hmm. hang out. Yeah. Like tonight we're watching Borat. Uh, I need to do my new and good at some point too. What time okay. is it? We got 15 <laughs> minutes. Perfect. Uh-huh. So morning pages. I right. think that is a want. Uh-huh. I think that is something that I think I need to do because it helps me go about my day. Uh-huh. Does it depend on my survival? No. Now, could you classify that as a need? Because it does help me mentally, I feel like, to write down the morning pages, not even because of what I'm writing down. It's more of a thing to do to get started on my day. 
Right. It's kind of like a dump of all your feelings. It's, kind of, so it's, you- a, it's a dump of, it's not, it's dump of all my feelings or a dump of whatever I'm thinking about, or it's just something to thinking. do when you wake up, that's not go on your computer. Oh, which in this time idea is too. very hard. It's a, big for deal. Pe- it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Don't check Got my it. phone. Don't go on my computer, write morning pages. Uh huh. So cool. would that be classified as a need or uh, something I think I need to do? I guess it's something I think I need to do. Right. Cause then totally. it gets me started. It's a thought. It's a thought. Absolutely. It's all, uh, I mean, everything's a thought. I don't Every, need that to survive. I mean, we have 60,000 thoughts, but a it day. helps. And, and thinking that you need to do something doesn't mean it's a bad thing to do. Right. Right. Uh, that's another thing. Like it could right. definitely be helpful for you. It's not necessarily based on your survival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got it. So it's not a definitive need. It's something I think I need to do and something that genuinely helps you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and you've been uh, doing so, that for a while. I've been really? doing that for a long time. Yeah. Uh, next was meditate, which I did do on this day. Oh, really? What, did, uh, you, did you meditate the new one or did you still I meditated the, the one? Uh, one with to remove blocks. Oh, do you like that one? I've, I've done it previously with you. Uh, but I okay. like that one. Yeah, it's mm. not bad. Uh, but I did do it this day. I don't do it every day. I'm really inconsistent with meditating. Actually, actually, I didn't meditate today. It was bad. I usually meditate like about when you average it out every other day. Uh-huh. I, sh- I, cool. I should be trying to do it more. Because mm. if I have 20 minutes, I can meditate. Right. What right, else right, am I right. doing for the 20 minutes? Uh, so that's something I want to do. I would okay. classify. All right. So I don't, I, I don't do what it as What makes you often. not do it every day? Like, because it, it sounds like you feel uh, bad about it. You're like, you're thinking, oh, I should do this every day. But, but I mean, what's I the think thought that makes, what's the you thought that makes me not do it? I just yeah. think I don't have time. So you think I you think don't have time? I, yeah. I mean, because I wake up every morning either. The, the latest I wake up is 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I go to the gym at 11, three days a week. And then I have classes the other days at nine 30 or eight. Uh-huh. And then wow. on the weekend, it's the weekend, which right. is Got bad. It. And so I think that I don't have time because I wake up, I feel tired. Depends on when I get to bed last night. I go to bed fairly late. Two, what time do you get in the bed lately? Two or three every night? Fairly. Yeah. Wow. Which seven hours of sleep is not terrible. Oh, so you're getting up at, you said 10 most of the time. 10, three days a week. And then I should go to bed earlier when I wake up earlier. But oh, okay, interesting. Uh-huh. We'll see. Yeah, it depends. And so that's that's what happens there. And I think I don't have time because I wake up, I'm kind of groggy. I maybe go back to sleep. I write my morning pages, and then there's like it's like ten thirty, mm. and I can rush and meditate twenty minutes and then drive to the gym. I definitely mm. can do that, but I just kind of don't do that. Uh-huh. Interesting. And uh-huh. so yeah, I do that. But I I like to meditate when I get back from the gym if I think I have time. That's uh-huh. when I tend to meditate. Cool. Cool. Uh, so that's a want. Uh, then uh-huh. I have class. Uh-huh. which is something <laughs> not I desire. think I need to do. <laughs> it's something you're say. kind of forced to do at this point in your I mind. Guess it's That's a not need. true though. Yeah, but it's not true. I think I'm forced. I could drop out of school right now if I wanted to. Right, you could. You totally could. So I guess it's something I think I need to do, but I did go to class on this day. It's I went an to optional the gym. thought. You can call it's it an optional, optional thought. Sure, optional thought. I went to the gym, which is something I think I need to do. I think uh-huh. majority of the things that you do is something you think you need to do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is what I mean, I'm, I, I'm assuming that, that you have to think you need to do in order to make yourself do it. Mm-hmm. If you didn't really think you needed to do it, then you'd yeah. never do those things. Exactly. Right. Everything and starts with the everything thought. Everything starts with everything starts with the thought. Either right. a want or a think of need. Right, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. it's a thought. You know, yeah. whatever you So we got the gym. Okay. Then I had to take my blackboard quiz. So that was something I thought I needed to do, I guess. How was that, by the way? I got a hundred on that one. Wow. Uh, yeah. I uh didn't study though it was bad. Uh-uh. we're up to the point in intro to psychology that it's basically um uh intuition oh that's it's like something good. to me it feels like eh, like it's problem solving uh-huh. intro to psych the way this is set up currently and 
no disrespect to psychology majors and I'm sure it gets more difficult and I'm sure I could do better if I studied harder. Mm-hmm. It's something that feels like logical. It's uh-huh. like, it's a multiple choice questions. Right. And it's like, Oh, this is called what? Like, excited, like, and if so she does this and, and most of the, the descriptions or most of the, the keywords like relate to what they talk about. Uh-huh. So like it's availability heuristic or like memory here, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. And, and like, it makes sense when you think about it. Also, it's open book, so I can look up what it means and then put oh, it that's in. so interesting, but you get it right. I mean, you but got I get it right. I got it right, at least on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, nice. Next we have, oh, my handwriting's terrible. Oh, make mm-hmm. thermo discussion post and do thermo. So this is more homework. Uh-huh. So that's something I think I need to do because I want to graduate. Or right. I think I need to graduate so I can do something in my life. Right. I guess, no, even so the result precise, is you want to graduate. The result is I want to graduate. Right. So the I thought think is I, need to I have do. to do this. Yeah. Thought is I have to do this. Yeah. Right. Graduate. Mm-hmm. And really, I just want to graduate to get a piece of paper that says I'm smart. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it says you're smart, but you, but you got through this particular thing. That's for sure. I mean, people tend to look differently at pieces of paper, mm. they tend to think differently about people based on the pieces of paper that they collect over the course of their life. Mm. Yeah. So to me, it proves that I'm smart, even though you don't have to prove to anybody that you're smart. Right, right, right. right. Do, do you think you're smart? Uh, at certain things. Uh-huh. Interesting. Other things, absolutely not. Mm. Some things I say are the stupidest things. <laughs> Some things I say are smart. What stupid things have you said lately? <laughs> I don't know. I forget about those. Oh. <laughs> I try not to remember those. Does everybody tell you about them? Mm, not really. They haven't yeah. been as frequent. They used to be frequent. Uh-huh. Uh, so after that, we have Chinese. Oh, guitar, okay, uh-huh. uh, which I want to do. I don't uh-huh. think, I think the Chinese, I think I need to do it. Uh, uh-huh. I think I'm lucky to be in a state where I can do all this, like in the right. current coronavirus pandemic. Right. Like I'm very fortunate to be able to do this when people are struggling. Uh-huh. Like, there are many people whose entire schedule is survive, 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 uh-huh. uh, or things they need to do. Right. Right. Possibly. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not even sure about this that. This is this but. is a very fortunate like list. I'm going to be honest. Like this is fortunate. Well, no, I, I mean, I I think it's pretty impressive. There's a lot of people that have a lot of free time and a lot of ability and still don't use their time in that way. I mean, the fact yeah, that you no, want to learn definitely. Mandarin just for yourself. Well, I want to learn it to move to Taiwan for a bit after college. But right, totally. But that's your decision. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, other people are not doing stuff like that. Yeah, other know, people so. are not doing that. But also other people are in other p- positions as well. They're that's true. Multi- myriad, myriad, multitude, myriad, myriad. <laughs> yeah, good of word. Positions uh-huh. that people are in life, especially true, the coronavirus pandemic and stuff. Right, right. Uh, but, the, so, but the scarcity mentality, like that place yeah. where you don't think you have enough time mm-hmm. is usually a thought. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you, would you say that I'm one of the busiest people, you know, in a way, like I do so many you do things. A lot. No, well, this day is one of my busiest days. Wednesdays right. are my busy day. This was Wednesday. Right. Uh, because then my next thing was I was trying to order a new book. I finished my book. I was reading uh, black against the empire. It's the history and politics of the black Panther party. Really interesting book. I mm-hmm. recommend reading it. You learn a lot. It's actually, I, I learned a lot uh, about the ideology of the black Panther party. Cause the black Panther parties were considered extremists. Would you say mm-hmm. back in the day? Yeah. Back Definitely. when they were around. And mm-hmm. like when you read it, because everybody has a perspective. Everybody's good. Remember mm-hmm. that. Something right. happened that they have this perspective and they think that this is the right thing to do. And hearing the perspective, you can really hear where they're coming from and what they thought of and their practices. Mm-hmm. Now, in everything, do some people go too far? Do I think guerrilla warfare against the United States is what we need right now? Mm. No. Now, most Black Panthers did not advocate for guerrilla warfare. 
Mm. So, I mean, some people did, but it's not the majority. And people always tend to judge insurgency by its worst people uh, or by the most radical things they do. That's so true. You're so right about that. I mean, most well, people are not, you know, acting most, that out. Yeah. Most totally people right. are not doing guerrilla force. Yeah, they had guns and they were patrolling the police at times right. because they thought that was what their party was founded on. The Black Panther Party was founded as a Black Panther Party for self-defense. They were founded on the idea that they nobody was controlling the police. It's very similar to what happened nowadays where um, a young Black person was shot. Uh, the founders were like, huh, well, we have guns. We know the laws. We can open carry and mm-hmm. we can talk to police officers. Well, you can't well, how are you? and police the police. And that's how they started. Right. And well, that so, kind of makes sense to me. And that makes sense to me too. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. evolves and like different things happen as organizations get bigger factions start to splinter and stuff. And mm. that's what happened. So I finished that book and we're going to read me and Damar, my friend Damar. We're going to do a book club. If anybody's <laughs> interested in joining our book club, please let me know. Ooh. We're going to read a author, um, uh, books by black authors. Okay. Uh, so the next I want to join is, your book club. I'll read the cool. book and then we could talk about it. Yeah. And we could talk about it. So we're going to read Tanahasi Coates Between the World and Me, I think next. Oh, I think I read that already. Ah. Uh-huh. Well, you can join I'll, us on I'll the next it. one. Tennessee Coats. No, no, <laughs> no. Tennessee no. Coats. Uh-huh. Uh, Between the World and Me, if anybody's interested. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll well, I why don't talk we to do that? Also. Maybe you should put that on Instagram and mm-hmm. like get When I get to... the book and try to do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then you could do like a Facebook Live thing and people Ooh, can talk about it. That'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Great idea. Great yeah, idea. Yeah, that's really, really fun. Really, really good idea. Okay. Yeah. So then next was, and then on this list, I have class at seven. I had class because it was Wednesday at seven, mm-hmm. uh, counseling class, which we were talking about where I get to discharge or where I learn about more ways to discharge and I get to discharge and it's a two-way discharge. So you counsel somebody else and they counsel you. It's right. kind of like peer counseling in a way, except you're, you're getting taught a little bit on how to receive and it's mostly listening. If you think right. that you can't do this because all you have to do is listen. Right, and then also be vulnerable with your own emotions. Like yeah, you get equal amount vulnerable. of time. Yeah, it, it is. A, it I is mean, a peer be counseling. vulnerable with your emotions too. Which right, right, Maybe right, that's right, the right. harder part for most people. <laughs> it depends. I mean, definitely for yeah. guys, it gets harder. For yeah. guys, it is hard to be vulnerable with emotions. Yeah. Uh, next was, but I didn't get my book yet. I've been looking online. I found the ebook on the school library site, so works for me. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have that done. But I didn't do it then, so that it's a want, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, post on Instagram. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't do that that day. I did it the next time. Watch World Series. Listen to uh, the Life Coach School, which we've been listening to. I'm up to episode 24. You want to check it out? Already? It's really good. Yeah, the Life Coach School by oh Blair Castillo. Yeah, uh, Blair Castillo, mm-hmm. excellent. Focuses a lot on mental health. Yeah, and what we're talking about about thoughts and feelings. And if you're interested in that, definitely go check her out. She's. Really I mean, definitely good. manage your mind. The second mm-hmm. you can manage your mind, you are so it's the most empowered. powerful thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then. Uh, I wrote down a few things. I said, meditate every day and don't give up. And I also had work that day. So it was a busy day. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, work was something I think I needed to do. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Work is something I think I needed to do because currently work is the work I do is not necessary for my survival. Uh-huh. I think uh, I use it. I mean, I it's necessary that. for your beer habit. Or... It's necessary for my beer and marijuana habit. For your beer and marijuana. Exactly. You know, so so if I say it's a Not need, using I'm my addicted. money for that. Yeah. I'm not using my mom's money. I'm self-reliant, addicted. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's my schedule. Uh, we're actually running kind of low on time. It's 8.56 already. Oh, my God. And so, yeah, are you going to do a new and good? My new and good is uh, I went to the gym recently. I've been cooking a lot. I've been pretty healthy, and I got to a new personal best squatting. I know, big meathead me. 
may it do I lift weights and I squat. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What was your personal best squatting? Uh, 225. We're going to get it higher. So oh, 225 wow. pounds. I'm a back. Oh, that's 245 plates on each side, which is solid. But we're going to try to get higher, work out with my friend Prince. And that uh-huh. was really nice to see, though. I've been wanting to do that for a while, and we did six Great. of that. So the next goal is 315. Uh-huh. pounds which is 90 well, pounds 245 more. to 350 225 no 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 but it starts and goes that's the end goal so like by the end uh-huh. of semester i want to squat three plates on each side okay cool. okay uh-huh. we're gonna work to get there we work out legs in the gym once a week and i okay, play cool. basketball and stuff uh-huh. uh so that's my new and good uh Please. it's 857 uh-huh okay uh i'm watching the movie at nine and we're gonna jump into what i'm looking forward to and that's watching the new borat movie uh-huh uh, <laughs> you're gonna watch with your roommates everybody's gonna watching. watch with my sweet mates actually there's Decent amount of people coming over. Nobody ever tells me these things. Wait, 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 wait. So your sweet mates are coming over? No, not my sweet mates. Uh, okay, my my housemates. House oh, that's true. Okay. Uh, we're going to watch it outside, though. So and we're going to... And yeah, it's going to be nice. And the new Borat film we've been waiting for for like 15 years, I think. 14 years now. It came out in 2006, the original. Uh, uh-huh. Sasha Baron Cohen. And it should be really fun. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And, and so you own it or you bought it on Amazon Prime? It's on Amazon Prime. It's, oh, it's free. Very cool. It's free, awesome. yeah. Very All nice right. by Mr. I mean, maybe I could watch Sasha. it. We could talk about it. Uh-huh. We could. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's going to be up your alley, but. Hey, listen. We can talk I've seen about the it. first Borat. Did you? What did I you did. think? I, th- I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, okay. Like, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I am looking forward to, I'm getting together with a group of women that I like a lot. I, I don't know if you know, you know, Eva and Kiki and Tanu mm-hmm. and all those guys. Yeah. But. Um, a lot of breath but, work. Yeah, we do a lot of breath work, but. Um, my a friend of mine i do kundalini yoga and this mm-hmm. friend is um just somebody i met in my yoga class and we've been friends with this group of ladies for a long time so we're gonna get together and have a little garden party and nice. uh yeah it's pretty cool very nice right. uh yeah as always please follow me on instagram at reluctant vegan sun i post lots of pictures of what i cook and some things about my life every once in a while i'm gonna try to post more like questions and stuff on my instagram story Mm-hmm. figure out how to do that right. and uh follow mom at nyc health Saves, nikki oh that was my guest so <laughs> <laughs> never introduced you yeah yikes yikes Yay. i guess she's here so i am always uh, at new york city health save at nikki and the human element uh listen to her music on spotify nikki and the human element and nikki and the I have human a new album element. coming out soon com. Ooh, yeah. new album coming out soon yeah, so we can just, talk about that in the future. We definitely but. could. Yeah, we just recorded a new song at uh, awesome at Groove Garden, Bad Dad mm-hmm. Studios. Yeah, Bad Dad Studios. Cool. Yeah, and Welcome. please, if you like this, please leave a review, uh-huh. and please like it. <laughs> I mean, like physically like it. I think you can physically like it on Spotify. It would help a lot, uh-huh. uh, and maybe we can see how far this goes. So, thank you, yeah. everybody. Bye. Uh, have a great night and. Yeah, we're at two. Bye, everybody. Bye. We're at two.